when you hide your true nature to avoid being judged by others, what you're really saying to other people is that you don't think that you could handle someone else's response to you if you did express yourself authentically. You're afraid that their judgment or reaction to you is going to somehow tell you something about yourself that you don't want to hear. Because maybe deep down, you think that it's true. So even the thought of that imaginary scenario is so scary that you would do anything to avoid it because it is so painful. So you just decide, I'm going to go with the flow. I'm going to please people. You succumb to peer pressure. You go with the crowd. You stay untrue to yourself. And you're like, you know, it's not a big deal. It's just this one time. But we forget that these temporary moments add up over time. And then before long, you're just like, why don't I feel like myself? Where do you sit on the people-pleasing scale? From I don't give a flying F to yes, of course, anything that you want. Where do you lie? This is the Purpose Filter Podcast, the show that helps living people apply dying lessons before it's too late. And I am Dr. Louie Kathy Zhang, a reformed people pleaser. And my mission is to help you live as the most authentic, thriving version of yourself while you still have the time to do so. I've spent so much time and energy trying to please other people and just worrying about their opinions of me to the point where I completely lost my sense of self. Over my time caring for the dying, they've taught me lessons about life and about other people's opinions that I wanna share with you today. At the end of these next 20 minutes, you will be able to ask yourself questions the next time you feel as though you're about to engage in these behaviors, questions that will help you clarify why you're doing certain things and who you're actually doing them for, all in the hopes of also helping you become a reformed people pleaser. And if you stick till the end, I will share with you a perspective shift that totally blew my mind about other people's opinions once I figured this out and has totally transformed how I relate to this one specific topic. So take a listen. Hello and welcome back to another week. So excited. It is fall here in the Northeast. I talked about on the podcast last year how much I adore the season. Bright sun, crisp air, cool breezes, warm bevies, if you're a Brit or an Aussie. And I saw on Oprah's social media, and you know I, I love Oprah, but she put out a video that said, as we move into fall, what else could you be ready to leave behind as we transition out of summer? And she said, can you leave behind anything that's no longer beneficial to you and a life that you want to live? What would moving on from this one thing free me to do? And she wants us to shift our focus from what is to what could And I thought that was so beautiful and so powerful. And I want you to keep this question in mind as we go through this episode. If you are new here, hello, welcome. If you are an OG listener from day one, thank you both so much. Seriously, like you make me super happy. 
I am so glad that I get to do this for you and with you. Yeah, I, I can't even really describe it. Thank you. I'm super, so grateful. And if you're getting a lot of value from this show, please subscribe, follow, leave a rating, write a review, and share this with your friends. This is how the algorithm at Apple knows that this show is having an impact on people's lives so that even more people can apply these lessons of the dying and start to live with more clarity and just feel better about this life that they're leading. All right. So back to this episode, I saw on TikTok, actually, people have been posting things or advice about what they wish they knew in their 20s and 30s. They have full actual accounts dedicated to this. And some of the things that people said are like, social media is an edited version of people's lives. Don't believe everything that you see online. There will be people who are not worth your time. And the sooner you realize that, the better. That's excellent. Oh, don't drink cheap liquor, which is so true. Because I just I get chills thinking about how much my throat would burn with Quervel Gold. <laughs> drink lots of water and then drink even more because it's probably still not enough. Never wear cheap bras or underwear, which is very sound and very sage advice. And so when you love human psychology as much as I do, and you want to know why people do what they do, you start to see patterns emerge. And one pattern that I see all the time that I want to delve into in this episode is that so many of us have trouble with people-pleasing. We want to be liked. And I talked about it briefly back in episode 53, the one about taking up space. And I mentioned something like, power lies with those who grant authority and how we're literally giving away our power by valuing what other people think about us or by asking their permission to do what we want. And so, so many of us spend way too much time just constantly overthinking and worrying about what they think about us. And I was this person a hundred, a thousand percent five, seven years ago, even probably as recently as like three years ago, I'll be totally honest. And sometimes that need is so strong, the desire to like have approval to make sure that other people feel that what we're doing is the right thing, that we create this story or this facade of the person we want other people to perceive us as. And there's a lot of factors at play here, ones that I've mentioned before, like gender stereotypes of femininity, for one. But culturally speaking, I remember growing up and I am Chinese. And as a kid, if you ever went out to dinner with other Chinese families or friends of your parents, people would always fight for who gets to pay the check. I don't know if anyone else has this story when they were a kid. It was always so absurd to me as a child because I was like, look, I know we don't have the money for this to pay for 10, 15 people because otherwise maybe you'd buy me the Lunchable kits that I've always begged for. But you were like, those are too expensive and they're only for, you know, like families who actually have real money. <laughs> but we needed to save face. It was this perception of like, no, other people need to have certain opinions about us. And so we have to do this. Obviously, I get it now as an adult, but it was such a huge deal. And I know that it played a role in how I thought about people pleasing and maintaining a certain image for others. And I know a lot of people growing up felt this, especially if you come from an immigrant family or something like that. 
Like, do you know that saying that women dress up for other women? It's totally true. Like in episode 10 of this podcast, I talked about how I so desperately wanted an Hermes handbag that I waited outside in Paris in the middle of January for over an hour in freezing temps so I could willingly spend $10,000 on a bag that I'd actually be too afraid to use because I wanted other people to see that I was the type of person who could afford it, right? And I I talk to clients and friends who want to do something, something that would make them happier, bring more joy in their life. And you can see their body language and their face change as soon as they say the words, but what will other people think, right? What will they think if I quit my job and I pursue this passion project? What will they think if I date someone outside of my ethnic or cultural or religious background? What will they think if I, you know, change my hair color and wear this outfit that I think is cool, but they think is really ugly or weird? We put so much emphasis on what other people think and what other people want and not nearly enough on what we think and what we want. And whether it makes us feel happy or fulfilled or passionate or free, it just feels like it's always a second priority. It's not as important as what other people think. And I'll tell you a perspective and a mindset shift that totally blew my mind once I figured this out. When you hide your true nature to avoid being judged by others, what you're really saying to other people is that you don't think that you can handle someone else's response to you if you did express yourself authentically. You're afraid that their judgment or reaction to you is going to somehow tell you something about yourself that you don't want to hear. Because maybe deep down, you think that it's true. Like if someone wanted to quit being, I don't know, an accountant and become a fashion designer because that's what they've always wanted to do as a child. And then you tell people and people tell you, oh, that's so stupid. Why would you give up a stable job? You don't have what it takes. But then there's this little voice inside that feels exactly that. And it's terrifying to think about it, let alone hear someone else say it, because if they say it, then you have a quorum because it's me and you. And of course, it has to be true, right? So even the thought of that imaginary scenario is so scary that you would do anything to avoid it because it is so painful. The perception of that scenario is so painful that you do not want to feel the emotions that you think you're going to have in response to it. So you just decide, I'm going to go with the flow. I'm going to please people. You succumb to peer pressure. You go with the crowd. You stay untrue to yourself. And you're like, you know, it's not a big deal. It's just this one time. It's only temporary. But we forget that every single time we do that, these temporary moments add up over time. And then before long, you're just like, why don't I feel like myself? Like, where did this version of me, where did the child version of me go? And like these people on TikTok, I spent so much of my 20s wasting precious time and energy, hoping to be liked by everyone. I'll tell you a story. In college, true story, someone literally told me that I chew weird. 
I swear to God. Apparently, I chew up and down, and I'm supposed to, they said you're supposed to chew left to right, I don't know, like a camel or something. And then when they brought that up, everyone else in the room was like, oh my God, wow, you're right. She really does chew weird. And so I got super self-conscious. So I chewed like a camel for a couple weeks, like left to right, or at least whenever I was around them, because I didn't want to be judged. And now I'm older. I'm like, who the fuck cares how I chew? I put food in my mouth. I break it into smaller pieces so it's easier to digest. I get some flavor. It goes down to my esophagus, you know, repeat. Uh, I had another time when I wore a lot of eye makeup. I think it was in college or med school. And someone literally called me a panda because of all the eyeshadow I was wearing. And again, I was really nervous and I got super self-conscious and I stopped wearing it, even though I really liked it at the time. I remember I I really enjoyed playing around with that kind of that creative side of my of my brain. And incidentally, I love pandas. I probably just been like, oh my God, how did you know? I love pandas and that was the look I was going for. <laughs> like at the end of the day, I wasn't wearing eyeshadow for you, for that one critic. I was wearing it for me, right? And I know so many of you can resonate with these stories because it's not about chewing or eyeshadow. It's about realizing that their opinion of you doesn't pay your bills that they don't put food on your table. It's about how much you are willing to defend yourself and your desires when they're challenged by other people. And you know what actually hurt me the most was the fact that I let their opinions of me change my mind. It's like I didn't even have my own back. Like if you know, you know what I'm talking about. Like in relationships, you know you shouldn't take someone back because they've just treated you poorly in the past, but you do it anyway. Or like there's some food left on the countertop and it has the faintest little whiff of something, but you eat it anyway and then you pay the price afterwards. We have to remember that we are the final safeguards, right? We're the last defense. If you don't believe in you, if you feel that you have to please other people in spite of yourself, I want you to ask yourself these questions the next time you start to encounter those situations. I want you to ask, number one, who am I doing this for? Who? Am I doing it for me? Am I doing it for them? Am I changing my mind? Who is the person that I am doing this for? Number two, why am I doing this? And I want you to ask yourself, what do I really want? What is my outcome here? Establish that first and foremost before you start seeking outside counsel. And remember what Oprah said at the beginning, what would moving on from this one thing free me to do? Seriously, who would you be if you weren't carrying the weight of other people's opinions around all the time? If they weren't always following you around like a dark cloud, what could you do? Who could you become? Where would you be? How would your life be radically different? We forget that we have the privilege and the luxury of time. And you know that with my dying patients, they so wish that they spent less time caring about what other people thought of them. It's not too late for you. It's not too late for me. You don't have to wait until you're 60, 80, 90 years old and be on your deathbed to have that kind of like, I don't give a fuck energy, all right? There's, um, who is it? 
I think it's Iris Apfel, I think. I think she just turned 100. And she just wears whatever she wants. She has these beautiful glasses. She has such a great sense of style. Her hair is, you know, like ghost white. And she just resonates this energy where she is so sure and secure in who she is. And that comes, I'm sure, from being alive for a hundred years. But we don't have to wait that long to be able to feel the same. You know, wear what you want, pursue a fashion career, uh, chew up and down instead of side to side. It doesn't matter. Do you. So I want you to remember what other people think of you isn't really your business. Stop accepting criticism from people you wouldn't take advice from in the first place. And keep in mind that what people are saying are merely reflections of their values and their perception of the world that they are then projecting onto you rather than inherent truths about who you are as a person. You're not going to be able to please everyone and you shouldn't. Not everyone will like you and they shouldn't. If everyone likes you, if you please everyone, it means that you're not taking a stance on something. It means that you don't actually have real opinions of your own because you're just pandering to what other people want. And that's not a way to live life, is it? I don't think so. So that's your homework this week. Really think about what it would be like to leave your people-pleasing tendencies behind, to stop caring so much about what other people think about you. I actually started a document in my notes app that's titled, What I Would Do If I Didn't Give a Flying Fuck About What Other People Thought of Me. That's literally the title. And you can copy that. You can start a list and you can you know, write things down on that list of what you would actually do if you didn't care what other people thought about you and start crossing some items off that list. I plan to do the same. And I'm actually really excited to see how my life and your life will change because of it. Because you'll start to see that the things that you write down under the hypothetical what I would do if I didn't give a flying fuck what other people thought about me are things that really excite you, are things that could actually make a huge difference in your life, in your business, in your work, in your relationships. But you're too afraid to do it because you're worried about the consequences. Look, if you're like, hey, this gal actually has some valid points. These are some really great questions to ask myself. But how do I actually do this for myself? I have this situation and that situation, and I want specific and customized feedback to help me move away from my usual patterns of people-pleasing. And all you have to do is click on my website in the show notes, louiecathyzang.com, book a free coaching call with me, and we will work through that together so you actually feel like you can trust yourself. I have two spots left for one-on-one clients for the rest of this year, and the holidays are coming up, which is prime time for people-pleasing behaviors to come up and stress you out. Like, think of how good it would feel to work on this for the last stretch of the year and leave it behind in 2022 and start the next year fresh and ready to tackle whatever is next. I love you. Thank you so much for listening, for taking the time out of your day. And as always, take care of yourselves and take care of each other. I will see you next week.